Hi, you are listening to Encounter Advent. I am A.J. Gedney, a seminarian for the Diocese of Covington, Kentucky, and this is the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to him, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy, and, upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Then he said, A man had two sons. And the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods in which the swine fed, but no one gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, Bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his, on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because the son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, the father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now 
we must celebrate and rejoice. Because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. In this chapter, we see the three parables of the lost being found. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost or prodigal son. As he begins the first parable, Christ asks the scribes and Pharisees a question. And he begins the question with this phrase, What man among you? Our Lord goes on to describe the shepherd leaving his flock to find the one sheep that is lost. And I think we should pause here. Imagine if you were a shepherd. Would you leave your entire flock behind just to find one sheep that has wandered off? There is some absurdity in this parable. Even back then, shepherds would have been concerned with making money and with sustaining their business. It wouldn't have made sense to leave the huge investment of 99 sheep to go and find just one. The numbers don't add up. The answer to that question that Christ asks should be none of you. What man among you would make a bad business choice and risk your flock? Jesus is showing that God's love is not like earthly love. It far surpasses it. In a way, it doesn't make sense. It's not irrational, but supra-rational, that is, above our reason. In the same way, why would someone have a party to celebrate finding a coin that they lost? That also seems absurd. But in heaven, they do celebrate when a sinner was lost and has been found. They do celebrate when a person returns to the Father and accepts his love. The shepherd had every reason not to pursue that lost sheep, but he did. That woman didn't have to search for just one measly coin, but she did. The father would have been justified in not accepting his son back, especially when the son wished his father was dead by asking for the inheritance early, especially when the son rejected his own upbringing and culture by leaving for a foreign land, and especially when the father had a son at home who already obeyed him. But he did. The father accepted his son back. Worldly reason would tell us that we should have cut our losses when it comes to these parables. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth the embarrassment. It's not worth the heartache. But God doesn't think that way. God loves each of us like we are the only person in the world. His love is unconditional and unlimited. Like the prodigal son, we may think that God's mercy has run out, that we have sinned and asked for forgiveness too many times. Why would God forgive me this time? But remember, God's mercy is unlike human mercy. He never stops loving us.